G'day folks and welcome back to the Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat Show. D'Lo, Davis and Dames Deboo, all of that today on the Larry Lakers. Our fans of Arx, our listeners of Arx, did Dame Deboo, did D'Lo, the D'Lo train continue? Does Davis hit the ground more time against the Milwaukee Bucks than any other team? Who didn't play today? Were there any matchups that got feisty? There was one surprise one that did. Did Wood float or sink today? Oh, I'm not sure. It's a great answer for the fans. Did the boys of summer play a full fourth quarter yet again from Darwin Ham? Did someone turn the threes tap off? Did it suddenly stop the day? Was it Beasley back at you because he was playing for the Bucks? Malik Beasley, six degrees of separation. There seem to be connections everywhere. Ham, Beasley, Wood. We'll talk about all of that and more on the Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat Show. Okay, here's a question. How was Dames Deboo? Teddo from Sacramento has said that in. Please take the time to give us a like, subscribe, comment. We love your comments. Put them down below and share this show. The Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat. The people send the questions in and we'll provide some chit chat. Lillard went three for ten. Two for seven from three-point land. He was slowly warming into the game. He played 22 minutes. And Tenet Acupo, he seemed to be on there very briefly. He shot seven for ten, though. Great percentage wouldn't get in that close to the ring. Gee, passed it off more this season than before, I thought. He played just 15 minutes. They got a win, though, against us. It was uh, mainly someone who turned off the three-point tap. Did someone turn off the three-point tap or force it from D-Dodds at Long Live Laguna Racket Club, all the way there in Elk Grove in Northern California? Hey, what about this? Well, the field goals are a little down, of course, if your three points are down. But look at this. This is poor. This was the team that wasn't such a good three-pointing team, but we, we thought the team would have better stats post that trade. They were pretty poor before the trades last year, late in the season that brought over guys like D'Angelo Russell and our opponent today, Malik Beasley. But we were poor today, 26.5% from three-point land. Turnovers were a couple less than the Bucks and rebounds. We were out-rebounded as well there fairly well by the Milwaukee Bucks. They're a big team. There's Davis and Antetokounmpo, Giannis and Antetokounmpo, two of the greats. But today, I think he got banged up a bit, Davis. He did look good, though. He's still a class above the rest. Does AD hit the ground more against the Bucks? Gyra threes on fire from Manila. Great to have some uh, followers there from Manila. Welcome and welcome to everyone else over there in the Philippines. Look, oh, today he did. I don't know. I'd love to see someone go through and get the stats for us. Our stats people there in production, they're telling us that today he did hit the ground more than he has in the preseason. It was a worry. He came up each time, but uh, they are a big team, and I think that physicality takes it out of him. So should we... Uh, 
that's going to mean it's interesting when we play teams like Denver. If there's back-to-backs, uh, teams like Philadelphia with Joel Embiid, or teams where there's a couple of bigs, but the LaPez brothers playing for the same team there, and Giannis and Cupo and uh, good old Mad Bobby, when they've got all the players there in their uh, bigs, that really seemed to, to push us around a bit there, particularly AD, hit the ground a few times. Something to watch as we play those big teams. Great question. Should the Lakers be worried, said Jai, the retro shoe guy, by this loss? Well, look, it wasn't um, that bad when the starters were on uh, Jumping Jai, the retro shoe guy. If you have a look at this, it was the Lakers that actually led most of the first quarter. They just sort of lost a little bit in the last minute. They led by about seven and a couple of funny calls and a couple of funny substitutions. One of them, of course, was Rui Hachimori off for Christian Wood. And I'm not sure Rui uh, is going to be a, uh, uh, sorry, uh, replaced that easily by Christian Wood. I'm not sure he's playing well at that power forward. He's almost playing a finesse small forward game there, Christian Wood, but I'm not sure he's laterally quick enough to play in that position. So there might be some signs there that uh, we might need to condense those minutes. Yet he, I thought he had a good game last game, Christian Wood, and it was a lot shorter time. Maybe that's what it's got to be there. But if you have a look at this uh, game flow, uh, you can see that the second quarter was was sort of nip and tuck, uh, and then it was the third quarter where a fair bit of the Lakers bench was on, Jai, so I don't think it's that big a worry. To be fair to the uh, Bucks, they sort of kept it at that eight, nine, seven, kept that gap all the way through that third quarter. And we'll talk about the boys of summer. They really made it pretty close there in the fourth quarter, if you can see right up there in that last five minutes or so. Got it back to a five-point game, but then stayed still. And a couple of veterans, Pat Connington and Cam Payne, took it away with two plays in a row there that might have made it look a little uh, further than it was. They did really bring it back in. Hey, K, D'Lo, Davis and Dames Deboo, what were they like there for the fans and how well did this team go? Look, uh, they were very good in terms of uh, sneaking up, warming up into the game. He didn't look great early, but I think he was passing up quite a few shots there, uh, Damian Lillard. D'Lo wasn't quite as on fire. Still had a good game, still looked very good, and a few reports came out that D'Lo and Davis dominated the game. I don't know that that's the case. Davis certainly looked good. D'Lo looked pretty good, but his percentages weren't quite as good as they were so far this season. He was probably due for a little bit of a quiet game. We'll have a look at that. Okay, the big two. People wondered if they'll play. A lot of teams sort of foxing around and um, not playing their guns, their big players. But they did play, albeit a fairly short run for Giannis Antetokounmpo. The debut, everyone's been waiting to see Damian Lillard. What a treat for the Lakers fans who got there. He sort of uh, played slowly at first, got into the game, hit a couple of threes and made them look easy once he got going. Great little challenge there for uh, D'Angelo Russell in marking him and uh, a couple of little fouls. He wasn't happy screens, etc. But had a pretty good game. We'll have a look in a second at the stats. But 
People have also asked, who didn't play then? Is Vando back? Now, Vando's listed day to day, but he did not play today. So that's a good question there from Clayto at Clayton. Did Shafino, who got robbed last game, we think, in that foul call, the guy hasn't been shooting well, but wouldn't have been good to see him get the chance to go to the line there, uh, Jalen Hood for Shafino. But uh, he didn't get a chance today at Redemption, didn't play coach's decision well, uh, what a pity there. Uh, there was might have been some opportunity, but they certainly gave a big run to uh, Scotty Pippen Jr. We'll have a look at that for you. But did Shafino get a shot at redemption? No. What about Cam Reddish? Well, he'd been day-to-day, didn't play last game, got on today and looked a bit uh, lost for a while, then warmed into the game. Some, seemed like somebody slapped him about, woke him up. Cam Reddy started to take the ball to the rack, and then the shot that had been a bit dusty, the one that he hadn't been hitting, the long one, hit a couple of threes. So I think he warmed into his role today, Cam Reddish. Um, not great, uh, real plus minus overall, but was playing with the bench. We'll have a little look at his figures as well. No Gabe... Um, Vincent, no LeBron James, no Austin Reeves, and no, the big one, no Hood Shafina. Did Wood float or sink today? A question from Harley at Pieface. Well, Harley, uh, it's an interesting one because Wood had previously uh, been a Milwaukee Buck. And uh, so a bit of a homecoming there, as we'll talk about a little later too, about the six degrees of separation. Let's have a closer look. Unusual for Wood, he was a starter uh, in this uh, combination. Davis, as we said, 19 minutes, five of eight shooting, one of two. He hit that three way up at the top of the key. So really nice, and it was a quick release. So promising there. What's also promising in the Davis uh, story is the five from five. So far this preseason, his free throws have been good, which was one of the things that was so consistent in the bubble the year the Lakers won. He was such a reliable three-point shooter, and I think that carries out to his uh, shots a little further out mid-range. And those long, he sometimes takes a long mid-ranger, Davis. And uh, but if he can nail them, it really stretches, and then he's got a chance of getting that three. Of course, 16 points at plus three. Uh, just about the best of the starters there, of course. Prince was a bit quiet after we raved about the Prince serving the King lunch. He got so many points and played so well, he and Reeves really, that uh, folks could sub off and um, the King could have just an early lunch there in the previous game. But today, uh, not as many minutes Perhaps, to be fair to him, maybe he was going to come back for another stint and really uh, carve them up. But I think uh, Coach Ham had seen enough in uh, two stints and got uh, Prince off there and said, look, you have a rest, mate. You, you've shown us enough this season. You're warming into your task. Rui was really good, I thought. Um, it doesn't look like a, a stack of points, eight points, but uh, and four or nine for a field goal looks a little bit dusty. But uh, one or two of them looked like they were going straight in. Uh, and he was a little unlucky on turnovers there as well. But he was um, in the positive. And, uh, but Christian Wood, that's the answer to the question. I should get on with it. Christian Wood, 23 minutes, 1 of 6. 1 of 3 of those being from 
the three uh, the three point land where he's supposed to be such a great player or an asset. A uh, handful of boards there at four, but uh, 23 and four is not really his go. He's been getting about half the minutes in boards in some of his um, previous seasons. So at 23, you can only expect eight to ten boards maybe from him and something like 16 points, uh, but uh, maybe 16 points, eight boards. Instead, we've got sort of three points there, um, two assists handy. That's, he doesn't always get that many assists. A steal was nice. Uh, turnovers too, though. So two assists to the two turnovers, not the greatest ratio. So Christian Wood struggled tonight. Didn't look like he knew where he'd fit in the team. Uh, got crossed over a bit in defence, taken advantage of smaller players like Lillard and then bigger players as well. So a little bit all at sea today in defence and uh, even in offence. So uh, Christian Wood, uh, back to the drawing board to see how and where he might uh, fit into this team. I hope it goes well. As I said last game, probably his best one to date. So let's go back and have another look at that one. Russell, the 20 minutes, uh, while people have got him as the headline player, probably a fair game today, uh, but not uh, outstanding. Four of eight in there for the field goals. Only took the one three and uh, didn't make it, unfortunately. Took one long uh, mid-range that was getting out towards three that was interesting and just hit it sweetly. You thought maybe he's going to uh, go on a bit of a tear, but he didn't do so. Just the one assist, uh, which is a, a little unlikely compared to what he's been doing recently. We've been saying, can he find a way, D'Angelo Russell, to contribute to the game if his three-pointer isn't on? And so today's interesting. He came out pretty close to even there at minus two on that small sample size for his real plus-minus. Moving on, our next question is from D Styles at the Nation's Capital. He asked the questions, did Scotty Pitty, Scotty Pippen Jr., not Pitty, Scotty Pippen Jr. get feisty? Now, this was interesting because uh, Darvin Ham gave Scotty Pippen Jr. a lot of minutes there tonight. And as we know, no... Uh, Jalen Huchafino, perhaps trying to help uh, Scotty Pippen get a good look, both for the Lakers and any other potential uh, suitors out there, as he's not even on the uh, two-way roster at the minute, and the Lakers only have one spot. I don't think it's likely they would pick up Scotty Pippen Jr., but he and uh, backup guard there for the Milwaukee Bucks campaign started to get up and into each other defensively and get a little bit feisty. <laughs> and I quite, it became quite an interesting little tussle early on. You said, oh, he's way ahead of, uh, he's got a lot more experience campaign than uh, Scotty Pippen, who's been in the um, D League team there uh, with the Lakers, the South Bay Lakers, and come up and sat on the bench a couple of times with the Lakers. But um, he really took the game up to him once he warmed into the task and made it a little uh, interesting there because you sort of got the sense from late in the first quarter that there was a little bit of garbage time and then somewhere in the second quarter late, um, Coach Ham put together a, a, the starters strangely back late in the second quarter uh, and then the game warmed up again, got pretty close and uh, the Lakers were in fact ahead with a minute and a half to go and uh, let that get out of hand a little bit there and then really put quite a few of the bench on third quarter and fourth quarter was all the summer league guys. So quite a few minutes, more 
more than we've seen, I think, in any game in my time watching the Lakers for Scottie Pippen Jr. Okay, now talk about other matchups that got a little bit feisty. It was interesting to see recent ex-Laker Malik Beasley lining up there for the Bucks. One of our viewers said maybe the Lakers should have signed him. I think the way the contract was structured, though, was that uh, they had to deny or decline uh, the sort of um, retaining offer, and that would have been a much, much higher offer. I think the Bucks have picked him up on a veteran's minimum, uh, and I don't think there was a way, unless he'd been to another team for which the Lakers could have done that. Um, so maybe uh, they would have been tempted if they could have got him at uh, the veterans minimum. But uh, he looked pretty handy today there, pretty classy player. But there was a little bit of feistiness between these two. The odd little uh, take through with the ball uh, from Beasley and the odd little foul from Russell. Um, so while Russell, he was busy, he wanted to step up foot to Mark Lillard and he wanted to step up a little bit and Mark Malik Beasley, given they were, they've been teammates as well in uh, previous teams. So I, th I think there was a little bit of competitiveness between the two. But as we said, D'Angelo had a decent night without being a great night. Malik, um, given a starter spot when he was struggling to get a bench spot last year with the Lakers. Here we go. What about our friend or the person we're a fan of because we love the fact he's trying to bring back short shorts into fashion. But how did Maxwell Lewis go? Look, this is where stats can be a bit funny. Real plus minus has actually given him plus five, but it's a pretty small sample. And for a guy who's only hit one of five field goals, you'd wonder how that could happen. But he was on at a time there. Remember we said the starters in the first quarter um, really looked like they were as good as the Milwaukee Bucks. And strangely, late in the first quarter, it was almost like garbage time. I'm not sure what was going on there. And then through a bit of the first half of the second quarter, later half of the second quarter, Darwin Holmes brought back pretty close to a starting lineup and weaved into that after a little while, Maxwell Lewis. There was some beautiful ball movement and he was on the end of some a great passage of play and hit a beautiful three. It was also interesting and probably clever from Darvin Ham to try and give Maxwell Lewis a look with some higher quality players instead of just the summer league players that we've used to see him with because he's been uh, earning that time really in the last couple of games. So Maxwell Lewis, despite that um, shooting percentage not being so great, a couple of defensive rebounds, an assist to steal, uh, but that assist to steal go against two turnovers, unfortunately. Young player, Great athlete by the looks of it, and so far, one really worth uh, following. Cam Reddish, as we said, got some minutes, and we said early on he looked dusty, 4 of 11 from the shooting, but it's like someone woke him up. He took it to the rack a couple of times, in, round, curving under, uh, started to look good, and then... Seemed like he was getting a bit feisty himself. Hit a, a three, a couple of threes, and they really looked good. One particularly over on the left, 45 degree. He got the whole bench up for him. So people are hoping for his success there at the Lakers for the journeyman. Cam Reddish, who was highly favoured early in his career, but has had a few clubs since then. Five rebounds. Handy uh, height that he can get those sort of rebounds there. He did... Um, Try and reach in a few times on the fouls and got the five. Jackson Hayes, who'd been going so well, uh, 
maybe a bit confused today to be back behind uh, Christian Wood in the, the rotations. 17 minutes, uh, good field goal percentage still. Couple of beautiful dunks and a couple of blocks. One where he's uh, faked the um, dribble handoff as the guard has rolled around him up high. He's looked around, and I believe it was it was Robin Lopez though uh, that was on as the sub uh, centre. But he took it straight to the rack and dunked it. Drew a couple of dribbles in. A couple of times he got in the air and did a little bounce pass through the traffic. I thought, oh, this guy's stuck. This is going to be a travel. But maybe there's a pass in his game as well. Today he got four assists to go with his six rebounds. So an interesting little mixed bag, uh, despite being minus ten. Some interesting mix of odds and sods, like a mixed bag of lollies. And uh, some of them in there were good, some of them you wondered about. But Jackson Hayes still a work in progress, but worth having a, a bigger look at and just whether we can get that consistency. But there's some intriguing things, as I guess there always was at the Pelicans. But eventually the intrigue stopped and uh, here he is. At the Lakers, let's see what happens for him. Colin Castleton, the 12 minutes for the Summer League. Guys, as we said, the full last quarter. That's really what that is. Uh, two of five there, five on the rebounds. But the three blocks, a little bit like the Jackson Hayes blocking the shots, uh, another three. So a bit of a block party there for Hayes and Castleton that really got the fans and the uh, supporters off the bench there. Max Christie. Plenty of minutes for him tonight with 26. As we said, Scotty Pippen got the 25. 26 for Max Christie. Uh, four out of 10. One from the three. It was a lovely three hit. We've told before, we're loving the way he's getting in. He's such a smooth athlete when he gets in just off the elbow of the key and hits a jump shot. Hit a couple of those today and, and one beautiful three there. And Demoy Hodge got on. So we'll talk about the boys of summer again shortly. But he got on for a, a little bit of time there, and um, we'll have a look at that. So the boys of summer, the summer league, they played the whole fourth quarter. Scotty Pippen Jr., as we said, was on for a fair way through the game. But the fourth quarter, he sat off for a while, and they brought on the boys of summer, and they brought on Debo. He got a bit of a game there as well. First time we've really seen some minutes from him. And then Scotty Pippen came on for the second stint of that last quarter. So six for Bo, and then Scotty Pippen back on. Scotty Pippen, unfortunately, needed to hit a few more points. Two or nine was a little dusty. Hit one beautiful three, but a couple of them before that were, were you know, pretty close to air balls. Uh, foot needs to improve the free throw shooting. He got himself in and under the armpit. He's a little player, got a bit, slightly long reach, got in under the armpit of the defence. Four for nine from the free throw. We need a bit more. Did get the six assists today. Feisty in the defence. He, he chased back balls he'd lost and got them back. Three steals was nice, but... Three turnovers to go with it. Max Christie, as we've mentioned, and D. Hodge got a bit of a run. There it is, me saying we need him. He can hit a three. Sure enough, tonight I must have given him the curse. Uh, D. Hodge, he's had zero for four. 
but three of eight on the field goals. He was good on layups, getting to the basket, attacking the rim, being available off the cut for uh, long outlets and uh, getting through a little bit of traffic, a little Euro on one and up. But um, the other thing I still like is steals. Where is he there? He's usually good on the steals. Unfortunately, today, only zero on the steals. But defensively, uh, he seems to get in and uh, tap the ball and, and be a defensively interesting player. I'd like to see more of him. Okay, as we said, a good look today at Scotty Pippen Jr. And he was our feisty player of the day for the Lakers. Okay, what about all these connections? Why do you say there was a whole lot of connections and six degrees of separation? Says Jay Foy at Ball is a Joy. Well, that's a really good uh, call sign, Jay Foy. But Jay Foy, uh, look, there's plenty of uh, connections there. Darvin Ham was an assistant coach at the Milwaukee Bucks. So here he is after the game for those watching on the YouTube edition of this show. And uh, he's, he's there to greet the past players like Lopez there at the end of the game. And then there's a connection there, of course, with uh, Malik Beasley starting the game, who was a Laker last year. And uh, things got a little bit interesting or competitive, at least, between he and D'Angelo Russell. And then, of course, there's a connection. Christian Wood had uh, played with the um, Milwaukee Bucks and was pretty quick to go up with a big greeting and hug with uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo after the game. So there's quite a few connections there. Where's Matthews earlier before that? Uh, and of course, there's a few other connections around the fringes, but a fair little uh, bit of rivalry perhaps and, and con friendly connections between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Lakers. Now, what's coming up next game? Will the big three play? We've got four days rest, so does that mean we might see LeBron one more time warming up? Will Austin Reeves suit up again? More importantly, Jalen Hood, Shafino, Vando. Uh, will uh, Gabe Vincent uh, get back onto the court? I'd say, look, there's a good chance we'd see Gabe Vincent back. Vando might want to get a little bit of a warm-up. LeBron particularly with the four-day rest, then we'll have so many players, how are we going to get them all on? Will we still have the fourth quarter for the boys of summer? How will uh, Coach uh, get all those people on and have a good look at all those combinations because we haven't really had everyone available? Good problem to have, but how's he going to make all of this fit together? And will all three of these guys play uh, the superstars? They've also done well, really well in loading the bench there with guys like Utah, the Shooter, Watanabe, and quite a few interesting players over there for the um, Phoenix side. And the recent trades there with Yusuf Nurkic and players like that that they've picked up from Portland. So they've got an interesting team while everyone's raving about Palinka's done a great job signing all these players. Oh, I'm quite interested in what Phoenix has done uh, with quite a few guys on minimum contracts. And then that quick little trade there for Aiton, uh, where they've got back a handful of players and perhaps those smaller contracts, easier to trade rather than that big contract of, of Aiton's. Okay, so that's the game that's next. It is four days away. The last game of the preseason, as you can see there. Milwaukee was today, so 16th today, Friday, October the 20th. And, of course, it's in 
Palm Springs. It doesn't say it there, but it's in Palm Springs. That'll be an interesting sort of climate or, or midway point, perhaps, for Phoenix or middle ground for Phoenix and the Lakers. Um, and we'll see how these guys go and how they decide to fit all these players in. If you've got the chance, give us a like, comment, share, subscribe, and go and have a listen to the podcast. We usually get this up on podcasts. If you've got a drive, you haven't got time to watch the YouTube, you started on the maybe on the YouTube and you've got to go to work, get it on the podcast in the car. You've been listening to the Larry Lakers. Send your questions in to the Larry Lakers at gmail.com and we'd love to get them as well. You can put them in the comments below. Give us a like. Thanks for your time. And until the next game, travel safely. Thank you.